When life throws you lemons, don't buy a juicer. Or just because life throws you lemons doesn't mean you should buy a juicer. Welcome to the Mastering Purpose Podcast. This is Nick and this is session number three. Hey, welcome back to the third session of the Mastering Purpose podcast. This one is all about why fitness is so important to your success. So let's go ahead and jump right in and start talking about this. One of the things that I know we all struggle with, whether we have good intentions or not, is trying to make ourselves fit and happy and healthy along with all the hundred or thousand tasks that we're dealing with every day. So I would probably say that being on top of your game is really tough. It's important, you know, to remember how most of us have great intentions about what we want to accomplish. You know, we want to be healthy. We want to be in shape. We want to develop good habits. We want to live a productive life. All of those things we all want to do. But when it comes down to actually getting the fitness part into our regime, it's a little difficult sometimes. So what what is one of the ways we can continue to grow in ourselves and really reach our goals? I really think that it's by incorporating fitness into our life. And you may feel differently, but I know from my experience, unless I've been active in some way, my productivity and other parts of my life just go downhill. And I know a lot of us think, well, we'll just work through the the hour workout or you know, we'll skip that today, we'll skip it tomorrow, we'll do it three times a week. But the truth is when you don't exercise and you just continue to move forward with your day and you don't take a second to take a break and um, take some time for your body, it affects every other area of your life. So it's really important to really think about if you're you know, trying to build that into some type of habit or if you're doing something else. And by incorporating it, I don't mean getting fit and into shape and then forgetting about it. It, has to, it really has to become a lifestyle you know, something that's developed into your routines, your habits, and everyday tasks. So one of the things that you probably don't know about me is that I'm vegetarian. This July of 2017, whenever you're listening to this, is going to be six years of being vegetarian. So it's really surprising. It's, it's really crazy. And here's here's just a couple things to note. First, I always thought of those people out there that were vegetarians as the, quote, weirdos unquote because i was the i was a normal meat eating person just like anyone else out there i'm not saying if you don't eat meat you're not normal i'm not saying if you eat meat you're normal but what i considered was that i just ate meat i never really thought about it i just went along day by day and ordered whatever i want whenever i went out and this is actually pretty funny when ordering through the drive through i used to order a combo meal plus an extra sandwich so a double quarter pounder with an extra patty and then an extra sandwich on top of that. So it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. (laughs) And one thing about being vegetarian is it requires strengthening that aspect in my life. So finding foods that meet that criteria of being vegetarian and understanding the reasons why I do it and thoughts about the future because I honestly wouldn't have thought that I would have made it this far into my life by being vegetarian six years later. And 
it has become a lifestyle. It has become something that I've been able to compare other things and other goals to is being vegetarian. So it's the same thing with fitness. You know, if you want to achieve those greater things in life, it's up to you, you, to realize that being proactive with your health and wellness, it's going to flow over in different areas of your life. And once you acknowledge that and accept that, that can really take your you know, take the things that you're doing up to the next notch because you incorporate it into a routine. You're healthy. You know, when you're healthy, you build endorphins. You don't build them, but you're building muscle and you you release endorphins in your brain, which can actually help with um, giving you like, like a mood boost to help you make it through those workouts or whatever you're doing. And you also get this greater discipline with the things that you accomplish. So for, for 2017, it's... I've made great improvements in my health and I really hope that you have. It's as as the date of this is March 2nd, I really hope that you've done something with New Year's resolutions, trying to get started on some kind of fitness work, uh, routine and just starting off the year. If you haven't, it's not too late. Um, other ways that haven't worked for me personally in the past is that I set too high of expectations. You know, I'll say, okay, January 1st comes, I'm going to start a five-day workout routine, and it's going to be for one hour, and I'm going to get up at 4.30 every day, Monday through Friday, and I'll take the weekends off, and it's just overwhelming. You might make it the first two or three days, but uh, or even a week, but then it just becomes overwhelming. So try not to make it too overwhelming. Try to make it reasonable, and start off small, even if that means going to work out one day a week, or going on a walk with your family or something like that. Try to start off small and then and just build over time. And I'm I really I hate using this comparison, but I'm gonna use it anyway. It's so hard with kids to work things into your life. I was just talking about this with a coworker today that when you when you make these expectations and you have kids, you also have these obligations kids are your obligations not that it's a bad thing but kids are your obligations and when you make these other goals or these other things that you want to accomplish you still have to tend to the kids no matter what it's not like you just have this errand that you need to run and you can put it off to the side while you go work out if something comes up with your kids if something comes up with your family you have to go with it you have to stop whatever you're doing and be there for your kids and for those of you that don't have kids, you probably won't ever understand this. And I know that's a little harsh, but it's just the truth. And that's okay. If you don't have kids, that's fine. I'm just saying that, and this may be a little bit bar- bit harsh, but it's true. So one of the ways I was able to get past the hardest part this year, um, like the first 72 hours, was to contribute my success to the types or amounts of food that I was consuming. So we went out on the weekend and when we were grocery shopping or something like that. And I bought some chips as like an off day snack. And then I was eating, as I was eating them, it occurred to me that if this habit continued, I would likely be overweight. And that puts me in a downward spiral of bad focus. Now I know just by eating those chips or eating, you know, one meal, you don't think that you're doing that much harm, but it's, it's all about the habit. That's why you have to make it a lifestyle and don't think of it as a diet because when you put it in the diet perspective, you don't, nobody wants to do a diet. That's just the truth. So don't think of it as a diet and 
think really think about it. You know, when you're wanting to have an extra plate at dinner or you're wanting to eat differently, you're wanting to eat unhealthy, think about how are you right now with your success level? Are you happy with where you are? Are you making it a priority to eat healthy or make a fitness routine that's working with your lifestyle and not just something that doesn't work with your lifestyle, something that you can make a habit? Really think about that. One of the coolest things I came across recently was um, in Google, and Google has a lot of cool stuff, but I was looking up, I joined Planet Fitness and uh, thought I'd try it out this year, and they had a peak hours. So I'm going to put this on the blog. You'll be able to find that over at masteringpurpose.com slash podcast three. And what that's going to show you is that you can check peak hours of your gym to see when people are there, when people aren't there, which is really awesome. They even have a live feature for some places that you can go out and see who's actually there at that time. So really awesome. Uh, another thing I wanted to cover was find the time that's going to help you develop the habit. If you are struggling with getting to the gym early in the morning, can you move it later? I know Planet Fitness has Monday through Friday. Well, it's 24 hours up until Friday, and then Friday they close at 7. So can you do something later at night? If you have kids specifically, can you go later in the evening? Um, you know, maybe after they're in bed, if you need to do that, you have to find something that works. And that's why it's so important. And this is why a lot of people don't, don't do it. Because if, if everybody, you know, thought it, if everybody was going out and working out and it was easy, then everybody would be fit more than likely for the people that are really serious. Cause there are people out there that are still serious about working out. They're still serious about eating healthy. They just find it, you know, really hard to get into that routine and make it fit for their schedule. A really good example of this, um, I'm just going to throw this out there, is I decided I was going to go out to work out on a week on a weekday. It was a Wednesday, and I forgot my exercise clothes at home. I forgot them. Plain left my gym bag. I even packed them, and the gym bag was at home. I went I went out and got on the elliptical, dress shoes, dress pants, and a dress shirt. Because at that point, it was more about proving a point to myself. And I'm a treadmill guy. I'm a I'm a running. I'd much rather run. I know people think I'm crazy for saying that, but I just got on the elliptical, and I'm not a big fan of the elliptical. I just I do not like them. But to prove that point, I went out and did that. And if you are driving home from work and you think you can't go work out because you don't have your clothes, then you need to really think about what's important to you to miss that workout because chances are if you miss that workout you're probably going to miss the next one because something else is going to come up so try to do something that's going to prove a point to you and trust me and you know understand that sometimes when you think you can't make it to work you know you have two kids a full-time job three animals and a third kid on the way plus trying to do a podcast part-time you know i I know how hard it is to try and sacrifice the time with the family. So find something that works with your schedule. And if that means sometimes you have to sacrifice small portions of time every now and then to get those things done, you have to think about the bigger picture of it really soaking into different parts of your life. So a couple questions you can ask yourself is, could you go to the gym while your family goes to the store? Is there a gym nearby? Um, is that something you can do? Another question is, can you give up one hour of sleep 
if you're consistently getting eight hours of sleep, could you give up one hour of sleep to get that to get that running in the morning or to get that treadmill time or to get that in it? I know that you know you've got to stretch and you've got to run and or you've got to stretch and do your workout, but could you give up that one hour to even get a thirty minute workout in? Does your workplace offer a fit desk? I'm going to link to one of these because we just got one of these at uh, where I'm working right now, and it's awesome. I never thought I could ride on an exercise bike and be on a laptop at the same time, but it's actually set up like that. And once you just do it, you're just on your laptop working, and you just keep pedaling before you know it. You've burned two or three hundred calories, so you might look into to one of those. And then another, I'm really big on tracking stuff, so you can look back. And I would definitely highly recommend my Fitness Pal. Some really cool things that you can do for that. They give you a streak for how many times you've logged in. You have the ability to track calories. Uh, it's available on iPhone, Android. I'm not really sure about Windows Phone. Uh, you can look deeper into your nutrition. So when you're tracking foods, what you know, what's the sugar intake? What's your fat intake? All of that is listed. They also have a really neat blog that has help for recipes, for you know, learning how to pack out your meals for the whole week, which I'm still learning how to do. Hopefully we can get there one day. Um, and you can bring recipes into the app from any website. So any recipe website that has something you're trying to build out for that meal, you can actually import that directly into my fitness pal. It will import all of the ingredients, all of the nutrition information. And then you can take that entire meal and put it to lunch or dinner or whatever you'd like. You can also create your own recipes in there. So I'm really, I really talk about my fitness pal a lot because I've used it for many years. And one thing that I found more recently, especially this year is when you're tracking your calories, you're more likely to have an, a virtual accountability partner, if you want to call it that. Because when you put your calories into my fitness pal, you're shown how many calories you've had daily and you can see everything laid out, everything that you need to see. So go and try out that app if you haven't. It integrates with, um, you know, Fitbit, with a lot of the other apps out there to be able to move your data back and forth. It's really nice. Plus, it's just like your budget. If you lay out your numbers, put everything out, you know where everything's going, it's going to help you be more accountable, which you really need. Last thing is really think about investing in a gym membership. I pay 10 bucks a month for Planet Fitness. I don't have the black card, which is cool because you can go to other Planet Fitnesses or Planet Fitness locations, and then you can get something called the Hydro Massage and all these all these cool amenities. But man, 10 bucks a month for me to have access to a treadmill, some um, dumbbell weights, and um, I mean, so many things. There's ellipticals, there's Stairmasters, there's stretch machines, there's anything that you need to basically have a good cardio workout or um, even good muscle workouts is there at Planet Fitness. I would highly recommend you check that out. Um, and honestly, if you can't afford 10 bucks a month, you probably need to reconsider what you're thinking about doing in your future. Because if you're not incorporating some type of membership, um, some type of fitness and good health habits into your life, you may not be reaching those goals that you want to because when you eat healthier, it changes your whole mindset. It makes you think better. It gives you more ideas. It sparks creativity. It does all kinds of stuff. So really get in and research it. 
Um, if you're interested in finding out more, I'm going to put all the links for stuff that I talked about here. Again, masteringpurpose.com slash podcast three. There's going to be a cool infographic there that's going to show you how much a pound of fat is. So a lot of relevant stats about how far you need to run to burn one pound of fat, you know, what kind of foods include those in there. So go over there and check that out. As for the next episode, I got my good friend, James Armstrong, who has been friends with me, thankfully, for over a decade. We go way back, and it's going to be a really good interview with him, talking about what he currently does, and I'm excited to get that up and and for the next role of the podcast. So thanks so much for being here. Again, masteringpurpose.com slash podcast three. You guys can always send me you know, questions or email, you can find me on Twitter at Nick's Notions and just give me a heads up. So that's it for this one. And I'll see you guys in the next session.